0: What's up, guys, and welcome to the Christmas Game Show. Uh, just a disclaimer before we get started. Um, Santa, as we know him, his, he tends to be a, a jolly fellow and uh, is not known for violence. But uh, many of the, the lore behind Santa Claus is based on violent acts. And so if you are um, a child, I would not recommend that you listen to this. So um, what do we want to say, parental advisory... Is suggested I guess Um, but I'll turn it over to Christian let's uh, let's get to the game
1: show Many people do not know this but just like the Easter Bunny the character of Santa Claus comes from a long line of pagan folklore Much of this is shockingly violent and disturbing If you are particularly young or do not want to learn some of the more disturbing origins of Santa Claus this episode is not for you However, for the two fellows sitting in front of me, are you ready to play Who Wants to Have Santa Ruined for Them Forever?
0: Yeah, let's freaking do it, man. Who wants to
1: be a Santa millionaire? Now, like (laughs) I said, Santa Claus, as you know him, may really surprise you with some of the background that goes into the creation of Santa. Just like so many kind of created characters today, Mm -hmm. they have ancient backgrounds. And the ideas go far back well before some of the traditions today that Christianity has kind of taken claim to and that that modern society has taken claim to. So... In this game show, I will ask you eight questions that reveal the shocking truth on who Santa Claus really is and who he was inspired by. Are you ready? That jerk Tim Allen. Hit the sound. And here we go. Phone a friend. Question number one. We all know what Santa looks like. A large older male with a long white beard. Yep. But these looks have an origin. Which mythical character is one of the major inspirations for modern Santa's physical characteristics? A. Poseidon B. Zeus C. Odin Or D. Dog the Bounty Hunter
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Are we answering together collaboratively? Or yes, is this a separate? Yes.
1: Well, deal? you can come up with separate answers, but collaborate together on what you think. I think for the most part, you might come across the same right. line of thinking.
2: Well, I would really, really want to pick Dog the Bounty Hunter, but like that. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably Odin.
0: I was kind of leaning either him or Zeus.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I also wasn't Odin kind of chubby.
2: I don't know. I just know that he's from Norse mythology, which makes me think of Santa more.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think most of the North, North, the most of the Norse mythology is like I. I feel like they were like heavier set than like the Greek gods because the Greek gods were all like super chiseled, and the Vikings were like, yeah, we're gonna go kill everybody, right. So, I don't know. Are you, good you,
2: you go with Zeus and I'll go with Odin. I feel like we can both say Odin. Okay, that's fine.
0: I just felt that you're feeling Zeus more.
1: Is Odin the final answer?
0: Uh, so, are we giving separate answers or not?
1: Uh, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't uh, matter to me. I don't Let's know. give separate answers. Give separate I answers. mean, if you, think, if
2: you think the same thing, that's fine, but... Okay. I say
1: Odin. Here it goes. During the festival known as Yule groups of supernatural beings would be led across the sky by the Viking god of War Odin mm. and you Odin know. was pictured as a, a old male with a mm-hmm. long white beard long white hair
0: yeah I don't know a whole lot about Odin but I remember isn't he in Avengers isn't he Thor's? he's he's Thor's father yes yeah. yeah and so they always had him pictured as like a a bigger guy mm-hmm. like white hair isn't and white that beard.
1: crazy that Depictions of Odin still exist today, and they've found like a new way to exist. Yeah, they had this idea of Odin flying across the night sky, and it's morphed its way in so many ways to all these different, um, like winter characters. Question two Thank you, gets me in the mood. Question two dating back to the 13th century. The Italian witch, known as La Befana, was known to enter chimneys to offer candy and presents and was said to fly from house to house on what? Mm. A, a broomstick, B, a flying horse, C, a flying reindeer, or D, a sleigh? sleigh can the sleigh
0: fly without reindeer isn't that the whole point of the santa stuff i think it's a flying horse
1: all of these would be
0: i mean i i I think it's a flying horse as well i don't i feel like reindeer and a sleigh are both too obvious of an answer for this one Mm -hmm. but she's a witch
2: and it might be a broom i don't know it might be easy all right. I still feel like it's a horse, though. Yeah, no, I feel like it's a flying horse.
1: <laughs> the answer was a broomstick. Ah, La Befana was said hard. to fly from house to house, enter through chimneys on a broomstick. So that would make sense. One of the original witch. kind of tellings of this winter Santa character was a witch, rather than an old man in a sleigh. It was an old woman on a broomstick. Right, which also eventually, of course, translated to Halloween.
2: Yeah. Aesthetics and motifs.
1: Much more terrifying. Yep. Question three. <laughs> Thank you. <God. laughs> Which character made famous from Disney was inspired by a demon known for his attempts to lure children out of their rooms each winter, often by music and presents. A, Olaf, (laughs) the snowman, B, Peter Pan, C, Jiminy Cricket, or D, the
0: genie? I said Peter Pan earlier, so I'm going to stick with Peter Pan. It's Peter Pan.
1: What's your reasoning? Because it's what Peter Pan does. That's
0: what he does. He lures him out of their rooms. Okay.
2: Yeah. And it takes them to heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Takes
0: them to heaven.
1: That's basically, <laughs> basically what it is, right? Yeah, Neverland. Yeah, Peter Pan where well, you never grow old. Peter Pan is based on a demon known as Pan. And it's kind of like nature
2: kind of essentially, right?
1: Yes, and he in was in a very like, loose sense. He was known as he would steal children and there's a very like like almost pedophile, like connotation to the demon pan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like oh, a very
0: isn't pan a pagan god,
1: yeah, yes, okay. And Peter Pan comes from that, Pan Flute also comes from that. By the demon pan,
0: that's how he would lure them, being,
1: right? yes. Um, that candy gifts lured children out, kidnapped them, but. The, the disney line of peter pan was like what if we took this very evil storyline and made it somewhat good that's pretty much every one of disney's stories yes a lot. well and i that. don't think
2: that disney necessarily did it i think that it was more of hans christian anderson who did that yeah who and even his were it all like transition right if his were a little less dark than those original kind of pagan based legends and then disney took like Hans Christian Andersen and other people who wrote down those old fairy tales and kind of watered them down even a little bit more to fit the current, whatever culture of that day was. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting, like, jump to jump, you know?
1: Yeah. But Peter Pan is very strange.
2: Yes, he is. Honestly, I didn't like watching, like, Peter Pan as a kid. I had
1: a good time watching Peter Pan when I was a kid. Can you see the similarities, though, between... Santa and Peter Pan Yeah It's crazy Question four Similarly to how we leave out Milk and cookies for Santa Italian residents since the 13th century Leave out which of these For the winter witch La Befana Spaghetti meatballs A Pasta and unlimited (laughs) breadsticks Pasta and (laughs)
2: unlimited breadsticks (laughs) (laughs) Salad and a limited, a limited salad and
1: breadsticks. <laughs> I would stop at a house for that. B, wine, sausage, and broccoli. C, oh, that would make you fart so bad. Goat milk and cheese. That would also make you. F- D, salt water and snails.
2: Salt. Oh, salt water and snails. That's oh! just. That's so weird that it almost has to be that. But then you would come up with that, too. <laughs> I'm a good test taker. You can't fool me. Now, name oh, off the, man. the The other actual options again, not the first one. B, wine, sausage, and
1: like broccoli. You like and unlimited breadsticks? <laughs> well, I did, but I just know that's not the real thing. <laughs> It's Italy. <laughs> um, B, wine, sausage, and broccoli. C, goat milk and cheese. D, salt water and snails. I say...
0: Wait, did you, what did you say? Wine? Wine, sausage, and broccoli. Is, this, is wine, sausage a thing? No, or is it's, it a, it's three, is three it different wine, things. Okay.
1: Milk and cookies, it's wine and oh, sausage man. and broccoli. I think it was wine, sausage, and broccoli. That's,
0: dude, that's what I'm leaning to, but I also think it might be goat milk and cheese. I know. Because it's like <laughs> Italy. They the love one, cheese like, I and they got, love like, wine. So which like one a weird, did they leave like, for the witch? French vibe from the last one because of the snails. Yeah. As but, cargo, yeah. But
1: Italy is fully surrounded by salt water And I'm because sure there are water, snails
0: uh, man. I say B I also want to say B But I think I'm going to say C
1: Okay, Okay. well you're stupid because it is B <laughs> oh Wine, gosh. sausage, and broccoli hey, man,
0: we're, trying to <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get this right <laughs> my-
1: Well you're stupid because <laughs> Dang it, I'm in the wrong bank Question number five. He was not looking for dinosaurs, you idiot. Yeah,
0: that's what I felt like when he yeah. just said that to me. Yeah. In anyway, you said what? Question five. Yeah.
1: Question five. In modern paintings and art.
2: In art. My father was a <laughs> Santa. <laughs>
0: father was a Santa. <laughs> my
1: father was Krampus. In modern paintings and art, Santa is often depicted as carrying a bundle of sticks. This characterization can be traced back to the half-goat, half-demon Krampus, who uses the sticks for what purpose? Beating the crap out of little kids. A. Beating the crap out of little kids. Is that really? Is that, is that really what it is? B. To wipe away his hoof prints. C. To make a fire in the house. D. Just because. <laughs> what did you really have written down for A? To SWAT
2: children. Okay. I'm but. <laughs>
0: Are you okay? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> beating the crap, beating the crap out of the little, little
2: kids. <throat> I think it's either A because that's naturally <laughs> oh what you God. think Krampus is going to be doing is whacking kids, right? Yeah, I
0: would
1: think. But
2: so. the covering the hooves with this is the idea of like in the snow. You drag the stakes behind the hooves, and it covers your tracks. That's also kind of pa- plausible. I mean, you know, especially the bundle, right? With the bundle, it, it makes a. It's basically like taking a broom behind you and covering your footsteps. But you know, Krampus loves whacking little kids <laughs> with sticks. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's his whole oh, purpose. Man. That's his whole thing. I think it's C. I think it's A. It is A.
1: Yeah, of course. The bundle of sticks traditionally used to characterize Santa goes back to the half goat, half demon Krampus who used them to swat children. You better watch out.
2: You better not cry. Krampus is going to whip you with a bundle of sticks. Krampus is coming to your house.
1: (laughs) Do you like that? To your house. Yeah. Question number six.
0: At this point, people are probably tired of hearing this sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like it still.
1: St. Nicholas is known as the patron saint of children and gift giving, as well as the most recent inspiration for Santa Claus. Which of these was he never said to have done? Which which one did he not do? Yes, which one did he... Well, a lot of these are stories attributed to him. Which of these is a story not... Directly attributed to his life, at least right after he passed away. A. Resurrecting three boys that had been murdered. B. Giving gifts to children. C. Offering money to a father to prevent him from selling his daughter.
0: We only get three choices, for this one.
1: Yeah. D. Just because. Left. <laughs> Two of those three he was said to have done. I don't think he ever gave gifts to kids.
2: I think it's B.
0: You know what? Just to go against you, it's worked well
1: so far. I'm going to say A. It is B. (laughs) Of course it is. The two primary reasons he was known as the patron saint of children was because he offered money to, he offered three bags of gold to a father. Um, in a plea for him not to sell his daughter into prostitution he was also said to have resurrected three boys that were murdered by an innkeeper the gifts thing kind of came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. this next question is weird question seven
0: (laughs) during break (laughs) the monotony the the, the one time I let you push the button (laughs) Push the the button. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Push the button.
1: (laughs) Sorry, rush (laughs) hour. During the Protestant Reformation, St. Nicholas was no longer considered the main character in delivering gifts. Christians at the time replaced him with which character? This is saying like new Protestants replaced Santa Claus with? Replaced St. Nicholas. Okay. Prior to this very soon after Saint Nicholas's death, he was considered this character that yes. gave mm-hmm. out gifts. Though his life did not really indicate that. That was kind of what he was celebrated as. Then in the Pro- Protestant Reformation, Protestant Christians replaced him with another character. Okay. Who was that character? A Belsnickel. B. Belsnickel? Baby Jesus. C. For Honda, D. Clement Moore.
0: A.
2: Clement Moore? Mm hmm. Who is that? Another alias of Mark Twain? You see Samuel Clements was. Um, I think it's Baby Jesus.
1: S I A. snickle It is Baby Jesus. Have you missed one yet? No. They very strangely, I've literally
0: are, just gone against you every time I, I remembered something that else one time that's what breaks me wrong.
1: It was so weird when I heard it. I was like, so they thought that the baby, yeah, <laughs> yes, the baby uh-huh. went house to house delivering gifts since here's more context since the infant Jesus could only carry so many presents, he was given a helper who encouraged good behavior from children. Um, that helper's if,
2: name was Will Ferrell. yes.
1: <laughs> If <laughs> if they did not follow along to his plea for good behavior, he would threaten them with kidnappings or whippings. The helper would. The helper of baby Jesus. Mm. <laughs> and he was known as Pelsnickel, which came from an earlier Belsnickel, who was the helper of Krampus. So... Who made Snickle bars, which later became Snickers bars. Yeah. Sorry, those. So tough. here you've got kind of three stops along this road trip of folklore. Yes. You've got the demon Krampus with goat horns. Then you've got that replaced with a patron saint of children who resurrected people. Then you've got him replaced with baby Jesus and Bell Snickle was kind of attached to all three of those. Mm -hmm. Weird stuff. The last question, question eight, I've, I've left out a lot of demons and witches and Baba Dukes. Yeah, I've left out a lot of weird stuff. But it just shows that there are some really weird traditions and things associated with Santa that come from Father incredibly Christmas. strange places. Question eight Santa has traditionally, and I say traditionally because I know someone will say, Unabel Rudolph. This is talking about traditionally. <laughs> Rudolph was created in like
2: 1948 by Gene
1: Autry. Yeah, uh, he is. Oh, what about Rudolph? Santa has traditionally been said to ride a sleigh pulled by eight reindeer, but Rudolph makes nine. Where does the number eight originate from when talking about Christmas folklore? Geometry. We're talking about Christmas folklore. Okay. Geometry. The number eight of something in the sky pulling this man A the number of legs on Odin's flying horse that would pull him through the sky each winter maybe B the number of horses that would pull the sleigh of Krampus C the number of eyes on Belsnickel's flying caribou or D just because <laughs> <laughs> Bels- <laughs> Bels- <laughs>
2: I need a Christmas movie now called bellsnickels flying caribou oh my gosh and it had eight eyes so we could watch the children uh. can I see a picture of bellsnickel because I'm sure what I'm picturing is not what bellnickel
0: magic caribou.
2: Storing Sam Elliott.
0: <laughs> we should film that. Can you imagine making that
2: film? <laughs> that okay. So horrible. Odin's horse legs, Krampus's eight horses, Belsnickel, or just because. Caribou's eyes, or just because.
0: <laughs> I'm tempted eyes. to say
2: just because.
0: If you came up with that Belsnickel one, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, oh, See, man. Now I'm taking that That's into account. Funny. Is
2: He would be able to come up with something like a flying <laughs> caribou. Uh, you know what I mean? Just to be funny. So that brings in a whole other...
0: That's so freaking funny. Holy Do cow. Do I go
2: with my gut? I think it's
0: A.
1: I think it's B. This is traditionally what Bellsnickel is. Oh my seamless. lord.
2: One of those two pictures... This is a
1: little bit closer to Krampus? Yeah, that's kind of in between. With, with the the half goat, half man. I love that he's wearing later Um yeah, is it it is very Is that Eastern European Dwight German. Schrute as Belsnickel? Yes, there was an office episode where he came to a Christmas party dressed as Belsnickel <laughs> because it isn't Pennsylvania <laughs> and Pennsylvania where? still Yes. oftentimes more than Santa will recognize Belsnickel. Right. Um and he was seen to have a whip and whip children, and he's generally mm-hmm. kind of seen as the side man to Krampus. And Belsnickel, in a lot of places, is also seen to have a slave child accompanying him. Mm. So Belsnickel, in a lot of places, also Upper has management. His middle management.
0: The question, though, is did he have a caribou? It had, I know, that had eight
1: eyes. Yes, I. Think in a lot of places has a very bad kind of racial connotation with it. Hmm. In, in in Pennsylvania, he's kind of seen as a nicer character, but in lots of Europe, he is seen as very bad, kind of like the bringer of punishment. Hmm. But not as bad as Krampus. Some places recognize both. Some places only recognize one of those two. But I repeat the question, where does the number eight in the sky originate from? The number of legs on Odin's flying horse, the number of horses that would pull the sleigh of Krampus, the number of eyes on Snickle's flying caribou, or just because? It might be just
0: because, though. Um, it really might be, but I'm going to go with A, even though I really want to pick C.
1: I'm going to go with just because. Well, the answer is A. Odin's horse was said to I have only that one, one wrong eight legs. And he was on an eight-legged horse in the sky which eventually morphed into Santa, modern-day Odin on eight reindeer.
0: I've heard that one before. I kind of cheated. Well, I also just really wanted to talk about the Belsnickel one because that was really funny. I love that Dwight showed up as Belsnickel.
2: <laughs> I never watched that
0: much of The Office, but that's all. With the, I didn't. I didn't remember that. That is really funny, though. That, maybe that's why I knew that name. Did you see the picture? Uh huh. It looks just like Santa. <laughs> or the no, one of Dwight, Dwight as the oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 The whip. Yeah, everybody go just go look up good old Dwight Schrute as Belsnickel. Also, Belsnickel is a way better
2: name than Santa Claus. Well, I wish he could be called Belsnickel. Yes,
1: that comes from a Dutch character um, that went by the name of Sinterklaas.
2: Which is like a language amalgamation of St.
1: Yeah. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So what are your thoughts on on Santa now that you know that he is... A demon underneath.
0: <laughs> I think we've known that for a long time. Didn't we learn that in school?
2: Uh, I think it was one of those like I, I, I high school I just, things. Maybe we're like, "Hey, you know
0: about Krampus?"
2: Well, the Krampus movie like came out a, when we were, which kind of stirred around the know. thing of like. The I mean, I've old, done like, some research of Santa on Santa this lives. stuff
0: before. I don't know why, mm-hmm.
1: but but what's funny is that we we keep these like demons in such a negative. Space here in the US, where in, a, uh, in Europe, a lot of these are kind of celebrated. Right. Like there's a festival known as like Krampus Nacht. It's like a night of Krampus, where people will dress up as Krampus. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of just like a big festival. Um, and he's almost welcomed. But a lot of these things, even though they're seen as evil and demonic and stuff, if you're good, and you're like, well-behaved and stuff. You don't have that anything that to he's worry not about. not going to see you, yeah. But there are so many kind of side variations of these Santa-like characters who all brought either good or evil or a mixture of both in winter months. Some of them were on the night of Christmas Eve. Some of them were on later nights. I think uh, La Befana is generally associated with the night of January 6th. And I think Krampus is associated with, like, early December. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some weird stuff. They all kind of fit the the Santa archetype. Mm-hmm. Like a weird man, often bearded, carrying certain things. A lot of times they'll be carrying sacks of gifts. Right, bringing either rewards or punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like the idea of inventing a th- something to force good children behavior of children. children to behave well which i'm sure has
2: been happening for the centuries right like who's to say that the first you know you know some of the earliest you know men didn't say to their children you know whatever earliest iteration of oh like out there in the dark is the boogeyman, and he's gonna come and get you if you but don't go to bed big right big now. Uh-huh. I mean, it's Whoops. that simple. You know what I mean? But. If you don't go to bed right now, the boogeyman is gonna come and get you out of the
1: woods. The, and and I haven't done enough study on this to say this for sure, but you know, I wouldn't doubt that it had very realistic beginnings to where things would happen that were unexplainable. Right. Mm-hmm. And th- these yeah. characters were the only way to explain that. I don't think anyone... That happens kind with of, a lot of things, yeah. I don't think adults get together and say, hey, what's the c- scariest thing we can come up with to make our children mm-hmm. act yeah. like they should? Gotcha. I think it very well could have been cultures inventing these things and later on down the line, as people They were used in that form, essentially. They said, you know, we won't... You know, we might not believe in this anymore. Some places might. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I know there are still places in Europe today that fully believe in these characters like existing in real form. Um, but it very well could have started from a real place.
2: Yeah.
0: Did and you have anything about coal and why people got coal?
1: Uh, I think that j- goes. That goes back to Odin. Um, People would leave out, the children would leave out their boots. And depending on if they were good or bad, they would be given either carrots or straw. And so they would wake up the next morning and whatever was in their boots would tell them if they were judged as good or bad during the year. Um, I didn't look enough into this to know exactly where coal comes from. It probably comes from either Krampus or Bellsnickel. I would lean toward Krampus.
0: I think it's from one of them. Um, I think it's probably not a hundred percent true, but I think what it was is they would either get. Um, I think it was something where they leave out their shoes, like what you're saying, and then they would either receive, um, like treats, like baked goods, most likely cake or something like that, or they would receive coal if they were bad. I think that's right.
1: Yeah, pretty much every single one of these follows that same line of thought, where you yeah. leave something out for them, for them to judge you by. They would all enter the house in kind of the same way. Um, and they would all fly around and you just kind of inserted characters, depending on, on as them. needed, the context <laughs> yeah. and, and where you were. Um, coal might. you know I. Kind well, it's of probably well, coal in particular Christmas? because it's
2: like and same thing with straw. Coal and straw, what's essentially useless, what's worthless, yeah. especially to a child.
1: But I'm thinking coal might also have something to do with like late 1800s, early 1900s. That's what I was thinking. Victorian era, you know. That could have been a societal symbol of failure, or
0: maybe. Uh, I just like I just know uh, is coal
1: mentioned in a Christmas Carol.
2: Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because if it is, then that could have been like a lot of stuff like that. Right. Now that we still associate with Christmas is only like 200 years old because it was set up by people like Charles Dickens in books like A Christmas Carol. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it yeah. may have been a French tradition, but because it was in the book, it now is widely part of the lore, you know?
0: Yeah. I just know that, you know, people always joke about it. Oh, like, be good or you'll get coal in your stuff yes. or something like that. And it, like that came from... Something in history where yes. they actually did get cold. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that, but I couldn't remember what exactly it was.
1: Most of what modern-day Santa kind of is interpreted as is from a story that was written by Clement Moore in 1823. Mm-hmm. Is it the
2: poem? Yeah. And, and in that one, it's something interesting, which you'd probably know this, is in that story, if you notice, he's mentioned as a little person. So he's almost like a little, like, elf gnome pixie mm-hmm. little
1: person of the woods yeah you know in that story and again all of those are from the same line of folklore yeah pretty much every culture on earth has a little person
0: little wood people Do you want to read that so that our listeners have an idea of what that poem is
2: it's uh the night before christmas yeah the night before christmas
0: okay
2: you can read it if you want and then we can just yeah. end it yeah <laughs> we can read the night before christmas and a I lot wasn't of sure these... I not sure what
0: exactly you were talking about. I just know that you...
2: But when you hear it, it well, 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 this will be interesting because when, when we hear it, pay attention and listen to it and realize that almost everything that's listed in this essentially established Christmas for the next 200 is,
0: years. Is the poem the same as like the book that people read? Yes. It's exactly word for word the same? Well, uh,
1: maybe a few words change, but as far as I know, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. And so what he did was he kind of modernized... He kind of he kind of set established a canon, yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> he, he right here he established canon that we have stuck with, and it's because of this guy that Germanic and at least ancient Germanic th- th- tr- traditions that were still around, and a lot of this you know Slovenian, Slovakian, a lot of Bohemian. Italian uh, stuff, yeah, rhapsody. It, it you know, this guy is probably the reason that at Christmas we talk about Santa in a red suit, nope. uh, partially thanks to Coca-Cola. Um polar bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and not Krampus or Bell Um
2: Alright, are you gonna read it? Yeah.
1: Okay. All it's right. also I've
2: got, I've got the, the ambient music. I'll note
1: that
0: after the ad, ambient music. Please don't get us copyrighted for this. No,
2: it's not.
1: A lot of this folklore, a lot of what I mentioned has been extremely watered down and that I've left out a lot of the violence because a lot of, rather than receiving coal, a lot of stories and traditions talk about these characters actually killing those who were seen as naughty or actually dragging these kids to whatever that culture referred to as hell. Thank you for the campfire. Um, well, I copyright. I don't know, but it sounds awful. Yeah, it does sound
0: good. It sounds like someone's throwing, like, those popper fireworks at the yeah.
1: ground. Here we go. This was originally called A Visit <laughs> from St. Nicholas. It
0: sounds so bad. Do you want me to stop? <laughs>
1: Uh, this was originally called A Visit from St. Nicholas by Clement Clark Moore. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse The stockings were hung by the chimney with care Stockings In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads, and Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to see what the see what was the matter. To see what the <laughs> what the <laughs> Away to the window I flew like a flash Tore open the shutters And threw up the sash <laughs>
0: I wish that you guys Could see Braxton over here Making these motions I was I- asking
1: <laughs> <laughs> The moon on the breast Of the new fallen snow Give a luster of midday To objects below Full moon When what to my wondering eyes, did appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. It's miniature. Mm-hmm. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now dasher, now dancer, now prancer, and vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner, on Blitzen. There's the reindeer established. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Dash away. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew. With a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. Bong. He was dressed in all fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. Came down the chimney. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. Red nose. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was white. As the snow. Odin? The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth. Smoker? In the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. Overweight Santa? He he was chubby and plump. A right jolly old elf. See, in this scenario, Santa is not a human.